All right, good morning, afternoon, and a lovely good night to you. Guys, welcome back to the Tabor Methyl Podcast, where we encourage every Christian to live a better life. And today is the day. I've been waiting for this day. I've, I've waited since December. I know. Since the release date. I, I did. I, I knew it was coming. Well, Kendra told me it was coming, but I knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah, because that's how I am. I'm on the streets. Ear, ear to the streets? Ear, ear to, to the, the streets. streets. Oh, my God. All right. That's a funky ear you got. It is. The music gets me. The music gets me. So Kanye dropped Jesus is King, and then Sunday service dropped Jesus is Born. He alive. He alive. You're very much alive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alive and well. So, is it a gospel album? <laughs> Question of the year. It is 150% a gospel album. It was a gospel album when I heard the piano on the first song. It, it took me back to the 90s, and I thought I was in a youth choir, and I was like, it's time to march in. This is my cue. I'm going to the right first, and then I'm going to the left, and then I'm going to dip back, and then we're going forward. We are going to process in. It's a procession. I love it. I love it. Counter Blessings really did sound like an old school classic gospel song. Did you feel like Walter Harkins was about to start talking? I did. Either him or one of the greats like Hezekiah Walker was about to put Reverend, his hands up. Reverend Cleveland was <laughs> oh, going to start oh, talking. Not, not Brother James. Milton Bronson was oh. going to Oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We did a but but it was a it was a classic song, and it felt like it was something back in the nineties or the eighties with the with or seventies because some of those songs Agreed. from the album came Agreed. out before you were born. Great samples, yeah. But I like old school music. Don't say it like that. Like we're super old. <laughs> I will come across. I'm. I mean, compared to today, there is a distinct difference between. Great music and garbage. It is. I mean, think about it. There is a clear distinction. At I mean, some point, music stopped being good. And that's always the case. And that's the same, that's the same conversation I have with my son all the time. I tell him constantly that um, his music is trash. Um, <laughs> Amen. It's trash. Garbage. Future is no Arkham. So, wow. <laughs> Son, I hope you're listening. Um, but it, it, it is. And so I think every generation goes through, goes through that about what is, that we had better music or that the artists today are different. And even, especially even listening to these albums, I remember having this same conversation about my parents who were traditional missionary Baptists. Yeah. And the the music that we would uh, Baptist all day long, yeah, and the songs that like as children in the choir that we wanted to sing, like oh this ain't popping, won't let you do it, won't let you do it, you know, and they well, especially wouldn't let you sing certain Clark sister songs because those were played in the disco. Right. I remember when Stomp came out, and that was a big deal across every single church. Yes. That every pastor was like, not in my house. house, and all the deacons was like, no, we ain't gonna do that here. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're going to be wearing your hat to the back and your pants down low. That ain't sanctified. <laughs> and it's like, what differentiates between sanctified gospel music and regular average gospel music? 
it's like there is a clear distinction somewhere in the old school thinking, but it never really truly made sense. Does, does that make sense? So you can't do Kurt Franklin, but you can do a James Cleveland. Is it not all praise and worship? Yes, in my book. But in their book, it was something quite different. And I've never truly understood it. I think a lot of them were afraid that you were dipping too much into the secular. Into the secular world there. And that music was just a wee bit too close to the club. Um, and you are absolutely correct, Kendra. And I've seen that before. So there's a there there's sanctified and then there's unsanctified as far as music goes. Yeah. And so if you stray too far, these drum beats get a little too, or you have an electric git fiddle. You got an 808 in there? You got an 808 in there. <laughs> then it's it's a problem. It is it is a challenge. But that has always been, I believe, from my experience, a challenge that the church has faced um, when faced with newer, more inclusive type music versus the, tra- the traditional music that one generation may be um, accustomed to. And I still struggle with it, to be honest. It's and I'll and I'll see if we can actually play this in the church, this new album, which I really think you can. I don't know if they're ready for follow me, because that's house. And that's still gonna be house, even though it's a nice twist on it. It is it's house. house. It's a house with us uh, for all those people from Chicago, but then at the end of it when he goes into that fade remix, oh, I can't get my that. My goodness. Right. I see the video yeah. in my head. Right. <laughs> I'm seeing Tiana Taylor. It's instant, but at the same time I'm like, I this have Jesus. Out. This is Jesus. This is Jesus. But it's like all right, so the scripture says everything was made. By him, for him. Mm, that that stripper dance she was doing. Okay, not, that, not that, the that video. One, not one. the video. Okay, not the video. But fate. the song. But the song. So it's... I feel it. Fate. Can, can this be... <laughs> <laughs> can it be repurposed? Mm. And put on the right path? Because when I heard Father Stretch, hey... But then that gave you that traditional sound all over again. It did. It did, but that drum pattern that we were talking about is deep in there. Yes, I think it can be repurposed and and used again. And once again, that's nothing new. It's We've not. been repurposing music for a long we have time. Been repurposing. I can't tell you how many New Year's Eve services were playing 1999 at the turn of the millennium. Yeah, this is something very ancient from what we grew up. In ba- I couldn't do it in Baptist. When I went non-denominational, we mm-hmm. could do it. Yeah. Like, we stepped to instrumentals by rap artists that were nowhere near a gospel artist. However, we could repurpose that and do something with it. Just like repurposing I Believe I Can Fly, even though we know the history. <laughs> he did with, a whole album. I know. And they played it. All of it. He got a point. <laughs> they played the whole album. They <laughs> played the whole album, which... And so the bigger issue, I don't think, is whether or not the album, album or albums are gospel or Christian albums. It's more to do with the fact that Kanye is such a polarizing personality. So nothing to do with the music, but more so to do with the the messenger. You know what I liked about this album? And not shade to Kanye, but Kanye was not on this album. At all. No. I, we talked about that the first episode, and I was like, I wanted somebody to be a lead singer just to swing out like they were on Temptations. Like, You wanted David Ruffy? I wanted David Ruffy. <laughs> just to be like, they didn't came to see you, Blue, they came to see me. But um, 
I got that on this album. My whole world ended. It's it's so much different than Kanye's album. It's literally a choir's album. It was a Hezekiah Walker, Kirk Franklin and the Family, Fred Hammond. John P. Key. Oh, because oh, I got a couple of those feelings the whole album. Like, oh my god! But that was and that was the criticism on the first album. The, it was that it was it's an ode to Kanye. It's uh, Kanye's interpretation of, of gospel music, and so I, I know he caught a lot of criticism. It sounded unfinished, and it wasn't. I, I liked it. It was to me. I kind of like the rawness of it too. It did. I liked the rawness, and it felt like a testimony of Kanye's. So that's I embraced it, especially the song you had with the clips, mm-hmm. which I'm surprised he had the clips. So I don't know how they got back together because No Malice went Christian. It was Christian, right? right? So I was like, oh, that's a perfect fit. But how, Sway? How? I'm still I mean. asking how. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but favorite songs? Do you guys have a favorite song or favorite songs? Like, what speaks out to you the most from this album? I know we like the whole thing. But specifically, more than anything, that Killer I mean, song. it just sends me Killer song to a special place. I'm just like, OK, like I have a, almost an out of body experience when I hear it. You got to be careful listening to that song on your way to work. Yeah, you might burst out in tears. You're going to run a couple red lights. Uh-huh. And you're going to really be singing. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Every time I just stand on the way in. But yeah, more than anything, um, rain. What's that? Maybe relive my SWV days. Um, the reminiscence. Now, did you have a t- problem like singing the old version while a new version was playing? Because I know. <laughs> no, I was that's, like, that's more of Souls Anchored. Well, yeah. I'd skip that song. <laughs> <laughs> when me and the wife are riding and it comes on, it's just an awkward silence, so we just skip it and we go to the next one. Oh, moving on. Let's hear listen. Total Praise. Yeah. 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 Good old Richard Smallwood. So. Yeah, those Man. are my top three. I, I like that one. Uh, I like Follow Me. I like Father Stretch. And I had to give it up for Sunshine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. From the Clark Sisters. They remade a Clark Sisters song, and it sounded good. It wasn't trash. And they touched on Karen Clark with Bomb and Gilead. And I was they like, did. okay now. All and right. I was actually surprised that they pulled it off. No shade to the choir or anybody. I was surprised because you don't hear people sing Clark Sister songs. That's because uh, they're hard. That 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 powerful voice you need to pull it off and still be on key and still be able to project. It's I don't know a lot of people. Tasha Cops probably could have did it. Mm, no, you don't think? Nope. Whoa. <laughs> Why? Nope. Why? She could have came close, but no. It had a better chance with her daughter Kiki. And yeah, no, it ain't happening. I love Tasha. Tasha good. She good people, but she ain't a clock. I'm gonna leave it at that. I am. I'm shocked. I'm shocked and amazed. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. <laughs> this is me, man. <laughs> I I liked Week, except for it made me think of straight SWV. It was, it was kind of hard to get my mind out of hearing SWV, like hearing Coco and everybody. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is a straight SWV song right here. <laughs> I know who this is. Were you waiting for Coco? I, I was. Yeah. Unfortunately. Was um, but top to bottom, awesome songs. Revelation 19 one. You know, we've all sang the song. Mm-hmm. Like, it was yeah. just like, okay, I remember singing that 
from third grade through like 12th <laughs> in every choir. Mandatory. It was mandatory. That and excellent. You just, you just had to sing it. Did he bring back the choir sound? Or did he enhance it? It's definitely enhanced, in my opinion. What do you think, Keith? I enjoyed it. I mean, I think it was a it was a. Do we even have choirs anymore? See, that's the that's we got praise and worship. We have praise teams. and worship teams <laughs> and ensembles. I've not heard seen a good old full fledged choir. You need to go to over to Cascade United Methodist. Church. Yeah, I got to make it over there. <laughs> but did he? Did he give it that oomph, like a Baptist oomph? I don't think it was a Baptist oomph. I think it was just a choir. Just. Period. Like it was an awesome Harlem Boys Choir, the choirs in Africa, the Soweto singers. Yeah, it was a choir giving everything. That's what I heard. I could easily see these songs being sang on Sunday morning. I'm sure they are somewhere. A lot of places. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. Transformation Church. I'm just throw that out there. <laughs> uh, yeah. What about Ultralight Beam? I like the retouch. It definitely... Um, this is a God's dream. It's God's dream. Yeah. I, I definitely liked it a lot more than the original. Uh, I disagree. I think I like the original one better. That one is hard. I, I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of the original. And, mm-hmm. that, and that album was trash. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it was. Let's be honest. It was trash. <laughs> it was his creative genius. Just not the best for everybody. Trash. <laughs> okay, yeah. trash. Okay. It reminds me of that scene in Coming to America. Trash can, trash can. I thought it was donation. Donation. <laughs> but <laughs> could have been better. I, I think it was a good effort. And Lift Up Your Voices is, you know, it's a nice, sweet, it's a nice, sweet song. It's a redo, though. It is. However, it's a nice, sweet song. Mm-hmm. I like it. Can you bump this album to church? Oh, I can bump this album anywhere I go. I know, I know. I'm okay. just saying. I bump it in the club. What? Play it loud. That, that's my whole church. I, I know you would. <laughs> I'm quite sure without a shadow of a doubt. Well, I'll pull up in the parking lot playing this with no problem whatsoever. Maybe not follow me because I'll keep going back to the original. I keep going back to yeah. I can I can put Taylor out of my head. No, I'm no. talking about the original one. I used to be in the club dancing to follow me and oh. doing before your time house music all night long. Say what? That's what I hear when I hear follow, follow me. me. But it's a good version. I like I like the version. Um, more than anything, is a it's a beast. It's a beast. Oh yeah. I don't know who the lead singer was. I meant to look that up. The guy or the female? The female. Okay. They list those credits on that. I I like the way she did it. It was it was what I wanted from the first Kanye album. Well, she also did Sunshine too. She did. She she's all over that album. She has a she has a nice range. And mm-hmm. She could do it. She could be a Clark. She could be. She could be. <laughs> she could be a Clark. I think she pulled it off quite well. She might be in the Lifetime movie coming in April. No plug there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, again, I mostly skip week. Um, that's how the that's how good the Lord works. Oh, I like that. I like it. it, it it's a club thumper. It's a thumper. It's a thumper. 
I I like the rawness of it. It's not overly produced. And I like the drum line because that's a full drum line. Mm-hmm. I like the percussion on that. It is phenomenal. And the voices work perfectly. They're in sync. Because that's how he works. Amen. Mm-hmm. Bless you. Amen. Mm-hmm. Hey. But what songs, it's maybe a little out there, what song do you think that they can redo and make it a gospel album? Like a song that's out that's right now, now or out right now was out. <sighs> I think I think they can do Sade, No Ordinary Love. I think they need to leave Sade's music alone. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, no. I'm saying. I'm saying don't do that. Keep yes or no. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just not playing fair. Yeah, you don't leave. You don't mess with Sweetback. That that band is oh man, legendary. Ridiculous. So is soul to soul. Yeah, no. So no. Yeah, yeah, back to life. I, you know what? I completely forgot about there. Yeah, it was right by soul to life. They did do that. Uh-huh. They, yeah. boy, did, they did yeah. do that. They did. They did. But we're not gonna mess with Sade. Mm-mm. You knew no ordinary love. Come on, man. Uh, they can do it, but they don't need to put it on an album. You do that in the audience. You know, just random. Don't put that on the album. Don't do that. Keith. Leave, leave my 90s alone. Miss some Keith. of my ni- some of my Destroy 90s. Destroy Kisser's childhood all together. Miss <laughs> Keith. Not Sade. No. Not love is a bullet. Mm-mm. No Ordinary Love would be the perfect song. Maybe Your Love is it. King. I, I might, like, give that one. This is my. That's the only one you're going to give? Yeah, because God's love is king. It see, is. You see how that works? But it's No Ordinary Love that he got. It's no but see, commission, commission or, did, she, they already did that. did it. However, yeah. the ordinary just won't do. Or right, I can take a commission redo. They can do a commission redo. No ordinary love. I can do that. I think it would work. I would not be. I would not be opposed. It sounds like you opposed to shot eight though. I think you're taking Kendra's side. Yeah, this because we grew up with that. Well, I did too. No, I did. Not the same. It is. No, it's not. Uh, Mm-mm. Not today, Satan. He heard about the second hand. Right, right. <laughs> you wasn't there when the album dropped. Yes, I was. Mm, you were still in the sack. Uh, whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess this is a Christian show. <laughs> uh, you had yet to been formed in the womb. How about that? <laughs> possible. But my, my pops called me up on all the old school. Okay. All right. So back to life was cool. I dig it. Souls anchored, not so much. Could he have done another genuine song? No, no genuine <laughs> song at all. It, that that just doesn't fit. Like at what? But point, are you not anxious to love and follow after Christ? If I never heard the original song, then I would be fine. Cause it's ten ten. Where you been? <laughs> well, it's very difficult to know the lyrics of that song. And it's on Sunday is. morning at 11.45 when they singing. Ah. Ah. No. When y'all put the microphone to y'all and y'all singing, somebody just blurt out the wrong words. It's mm. like, oh. That is not the Lord. I guess we need an accessory prayer after this song. <laughs> I mean, that's that's not the song we need. Uh, sweet. Uh, sweet Grace? Sweet Grace. Yeah, that. Gave me a, a little bit of an Anita Baker moment. I was like, they could probably touch some of her stuff. I'd be okay. Oh, with so that. you give up Anita Baker? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, she grew up in the choirs. Sade did not. Sade is no, no, full she secular. She, she don't know Jesus. Or during that time. I don't, I don't know if she knows him now. Hmm. Possible. I'll take Anita Baker. I'll take Anika Baker, though. Anika? Who, who's Anika? I was swallowing water that's at the time. That's Anita's sorry. cousin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what happens when you don't grow up with the music. I was swallowing water. You hear it second hand. successful cousin. <laughs> <laughs> like Timar Braxton. Oh. You almost made your sister, but not quite. Oh, man. Well, what about Tony's? Tony ain't got nothing worth redoing. No? No. But you like Tony, so there's a difference. You know, you're not talking about her music. You like her. Well, I'm talking about the music now. Yeah, no, no. Mm-mm. What are you gonna do? Unbreak my heart for Jesus? No. <sighs> That's a sermon. <laughs> it I is a sermon, but it is not I a song. Feel that Break one. your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Remend it. Remold it. Reshape. It. Reshape it. Yeah, you could kill hey. that. <laughs> <laughs> and we just took y'all to church. Well, oh um, man! Hey, man! Hey, man! Hey, man! Yeah. Pass around the offering plate. Those trash can. Those trash can. Donation. Donation. I thought it was a trash can. Mm-hmm. That's tragic. Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, Tony Braxton. I don't think we have to do no seven, songs that they can nah, redo. No. Seven whole days. Another sad love song. Uh, th- nothing. Breathe again. No. <laughs> Maybe breathe again. Uh, yeah, no. We, got, we got we got to do some work on the song, but maybe no musicality. They can take the music, but we got to work on the lyrics. They they did that with Soul Anchor. No, <laughs> we, we need another writer, <laughs> not that one. We need another one. Kind of was like a Tyler Perry writer. They just sat in the studio. <laughs> so the question then becomes: Is if you can spend all this time and energy and effort to recreate to turn a secular song into a gospel masterpiece, how come you just can't come up? With a a Christian song without having to dip, dip without using the other inspiration, without having to use the other inspirations, and is or is there a place for this? You know, samples that um, you know, samples that we do and taking old songs, turn them into new hits, versus from the ground up, just a new song. I think they could do a ground up. Was anything on this a ground up? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Everything came from something else, right? Yeah. Um, so it's, but I mean that's Kanye. Period. He is a producer. He sample Kanye sample West. <laughs> I mean <laughs> dot 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 sample. <laughs> I mean every song he did, he sampled something. So even Chaka Khan was his number one oh, sample. Wire, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, some Selena Johnson. Uh, I mean he sampled. Everything. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of... Even Curtis Mayfield, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did. Which is a pretty good sample. Oh, yeah. But it's kind of hard me looking at them now saying, can you create something as opposed to modifying? Right. Because that's his his MO. That's how he operates. It's, I'll take it, make it sound nice, put a nice backbeat, sometimes. Because sometimes he actually samples the drums and he... Anyway, it's a whole sample project. Sorry. So, I think he could. They need writers. I, I think they need writers. Okay. I think if Tony, maybe if Tony did some writing, 
that works with him. Okay. I'm like, Tony who? Like, Tony Braxton? <laughs> like, no. Tony Williams. Okay. Let's be clear on who the Tonys Sorry. are. We were talking about Tony earlier. Tony Williams. He's been around Kanye a while. And he's in Sunday Service Choir. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe if they gave him a writing position, mm-hmm. maybe he could write some originality. Okay. I would like to see Kirk Franklin and Kanye do a song. Okay. Didn't they do that already? Like with the ultralight? No, nah, that don't count. Okay. <laughs> that I was like, count. That, they did work nope. together. I no. need something else. I need something else. I need something that Kirk Franklin produces and writes and let the Sunday service sing. Sing. Or even Fred Hammond produce and writes. Because, you know, yeah. that boy, that's a bad boy. Now, he was on the first Kanye project. Yeah, but he's still writing. He's still writing. Yeah, he is. He might even get some Israel Houghton in there. I don't know. I can do some Israel. Mm-hmm. I can do Israel. Yeah, of course you can. It's good music. It's good music. You're, you're thinking about another artist he can touch or tap with? Oh, I would like to see him him and Lecrae. Mm-hmm. Is that a no? Uh, interesting. I don't know. What? I, I think he has potential to do it with Lecrae. Really? Yeah. That's a different spin. Yeah. Yeah, is it? If it's a true Kanye West track. I'm not a huge Lecrae fan. That's probably it. I'm, probably. Mm, okay. Why not? Mm, that's how I feel about his music. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I don't know what that means. That means it, I could take it or leave it. Like, I take this whole album. I take a commission album from 94. I take a Winans album from 92. Winans. Over. Yeah, he knows with Marvin if he want to. That'll be classic. Reverend Marvin will give him <laughs> what he needs. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have him singing the whole alphabet. Bishop <laughs> But it'd be fire. It'd be fire. It would be. So we're collectively saying this is a gospel album, Sunday Service Choir. Absolutely. Yeah, completely. Retouched. Okay, retouched. Will this be accepted in the church as a whole? Not every church, but yeah, for the most part. I mean, again, you probably won't hear follow me at your Sunday service. You may hear the first part of it. I I, I, I think you will hear the first part of it. (laughs) Then we had to cut the offering at that point. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I actually think at the second part, that's when the musicians will just take over and start. And go nuts. Yeah, I would. I heard it. I was like, oh, I miss my drum set. Um, you wanted to get on your 808? I want to get on my 808. You know, but what constitutes a um, what constitutes a gospel or Christian song? Honestly, the gospel is about proclaiming that Jesus came down, lived, died, rose again. I mean, that literally is the gospel. And that he died for your sins. So, in the essence that you mentioned Jesus Christ and you mentioned the actual message, I believe that constitutes as a gospel song. So, if you don't say the word Jesus in your song, it is not gospel? Because I think that was the ongoing battle back that in the was. 90s. On the and, 90s that you had, right, to, had to specifically say it. BB and CeCe Wannans fought, like, hard with the church because they were like, no. I can see why they had to fight because if you listen to some of those songs, you don't know who they talking to. They was talking to Jesus. My Jesus. Yeah, and so the intent became, as long as the intent is clear, it's always been my belief. You know, so you in Christian or gospel songs, you're either talking 
talking to God, you are talking about God to someone else, or you're you're talking to yourself about um, about God. And I think on this album, it hits all of those notes. Oh, absolutely, it does. And so, yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I'm full. I'm full on board with this one. I love it. I mean, I played it every single day for about two months. I just yeah. now started listening to something else. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll probably still play it on Monday. I mean, <laughs> I had to play it on the way here. Just, you know, reflective. Eh, I guess. I mean, it's a classic. It's, uh, it's a classic. Are we ready to it's classic? A, it's an instant classic? Is that what you're calling this one? Not an instant classic, you but it's a classic. Said, you said classic. Yeah. It's a classic. That is coming from a younger generation when you say that this is a classic. Born last week. (laughs) All my life I had to fight (laughs) (laughs) to be old enough to play with the big kids. (laughs) I want to sit at the table. (laughs) I really do think it's a classic. I mean, it has all the makings of it. It is phenomenal, and this is it. Kendra. That's just terrible. That that, that is terrible. That was the bell of justice (laughs) (laughs) for the classic takes of Kanye and the Jesus is Born album. Well, guys, we thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Please don't forget to subscribe and also leave a review. Um, Feel free to follow us on Instagram at Tabor underscore and underscore Bethel. TaborandBethel.com. We'll see you guys next week. Take it easy.